0: Welcome to the United Cast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew, and today we have a bit of another special kind of different episode. Again, not a review of the game. The team come back on Saturday, on the 20th, to face off against Watford, I believe, which is away from home. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, in the meantime, uh, let's talk about Cristiano Ronaldo and how he was essentially. A PR signing for the Glazers and for Manchester United. Now um, my co-host on the Walking Dead UK podcast and of course the person who runs Geek Town, uh, David. I'm sure some of you know who he is. Who he is rather. Uh, but some of you might not. But um, he's of course involved with uh, Entertainment Talk as well on a lot of different things. And runs Geek Town which is uh which is for your TV and new film news. Um, he got sent an email And he decided to give it to me, which was very nice of him, because obviously it was useful for these episodes, which is the one that I'm about to do. Um, Talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and um, the effect on the business side, because remember, Manchester United isn't just a football club. Oh no, we are a business as well. And of course the Glazers, uh, they like money. They They really like money. In fact, they like it so much they don't like spending it very much. Um, so let's just go over this. Because um, there's kind of two sides to this. But let me just read out the information that I've got here to give a bit of a background of um, what's kind of going on. So it says excitement over Ronaldo's return to Manchester United is high but does... but ha-, Sorry... Excitement over Ronaldo's return to Man United is high, but how does his professional stature affect the business side of a major football club? Of course, Manchester United in that situation. New research from Curry's PC World in conjunction with um, cognitive anthropologist uh, Dr. Martha Newson investigated with findings that suggest that Cristiano Ronaldo is the most searched for player in the Premier League. 4.1 million searches per month. Quite a few uh due to this manchester united has the highest total search volume 9.4 million per month if you combine all the search figures for the uh individual player of each premier league squad manchester united could be raking in eight um 89.8k so thousand per social media post if they were to monetize their account because they they love posting about uh, all, all the good stuff. None of the bad stuff. Cristiano Ronaldo, the most followed uh, Premier League player. 407.8 million followers. Could be earning 602.8k per social media post. Um, then it said, would you be interested in finding these sharings? Which is what I'm doing. Um, then it said... I'm not going to read out every single thing here. Just the kind of Ronaldo points revealed. The most... Um, uh, loved and loathed of the Premier League. Based on online global search figures, uh, people look up Liverpool um, Football Club more online than any other Premier League team. That could be because they've also won a title in the last two years, which we have not. Manchester United is the most followed team on social media with a whopping 7.14 million fan accounts, uh, fans across Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Wolverhampton Wanderers, all the Hampton Wanderers sorry, so Wolves, receive the most upbeat tweets whilst uh, Tottenham Hotspur receives the most tweets of a negative sentiment some of them are, have to do with the fact they're Jose Mourinho and they've also not won a trophy in a very very long time. Uh, Mohamed Salah and Harry Kane are worth um, the most on fo- Fantasy Premier League priced at uh, £12.5 million each so obviously that's the, the the Fantasy League game that you can play Uh, not their actual worth. That's a bargain. If uh, obviously in the in the actual transfer market, if Salah and Kane were worth 12 million, of course that's not the case. The Premier League is the most watched sports league in the world with a potential TV audience of 4.7 billion people. But which teams are capturing the public's attention the most? Uh, and who has the happiest fans? Well, it's not Manchester United fans at the moment. Probably Chelsea, Liverpool, and City fans. I would I would guess. Carious PC World explored the world of the online um, football fandom to reveal which Premier League teams and players are fan favourites and which are the most uh, targeted, the most ridicule. Uh, the most um, popular Premier League teams and players online. New signings, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, is by far the most searched for player in the Premier League, receiving 4.1 million searches per month. I think that was a stat from earlier. Combining the search figures for all individual players of each Premier League squad, Manchester United has the highest uh, total search volume, 9.4 million per month. Brentford FC and Brighton uh, are the least searched for Premier League teams. They're a bit lower, obviously. Uh, receiving a rep- Perspective, uh, one point. Sorry, one hundred ninety-five thousand and one hundred fifty-four thousand searches per month. Uh, then it says about a similar thing. Um, so there's that information. Yeah, about social media stuff. So all that information to kind of conclude. Um, so Man United would have looked at Ronaldo. As a PR signing. As a money making signing. £40 million. He was signed for. From Juventus. But. Um, you got to remember at the end of the day. So Ronaldo comes into the team. Whether it was planned or whether, whether it wasn't. It arguably wasn't. I don't think that Ronaldo was one of Ole's. Uh, transfer targets. Um, I think he was actually kind of done signing players. Because we signed Varane. We'd signed Sancho. And regardless of what anyone tells you, I don't think that Oli was looking for a central defensive midfielder because he loves Freda McTominay, which I think we all understand is pretty clear at this point. So whether it was Declan Rice or Basuma or Ndidi or any other um, defensive midfielder, which obviously is a position that we needed the third player for, I don't think Oli was particularly interested in that because he's got Freda McTominay. Regardless of that, of course, we did go and sign a third player, which was Ronaldo. Uh, we already had Greenwood, who was breaking through or has broken through to the team, who needs to be played up front. Edison Cavani, who we just managed to get signed on to a second year at Manchester United, so it's obviously his second and last season, unless things change, but it looks like his last season. Uh, of course, you've still got players like Rashford. You did have players like Daniel James who did leave shortly after Ronaldo was signed. I think it was like a day or two after Ronaldo was signed because there was apparently no room in the team for him. Uh, just for more on that, by the way, you can listen to my uh, Daniel James episode recently. It's the previous episode to this for the United cast. Um, but let's put on our, our Glazer hats for a minute. It's not a, nice, it's not a nice hat to put on. It's a pretty nasty hat, the Glazers hat, because anything associated with Glazers... Is quite nasty um, because they are bankers, they are businessmen, they are not football people. We we know this. They've owned the club for I think about 16 years. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on that. They like money. They like to earn it. They don't like to spend very much of it, and they don't really care too much about results and whatnot. They care more about just making money. Which isn't the greatest way to run a football club, which we've seen, because we've not won a Premier League trophy since 2013. And we've not won a Champions League since 2008 or seven, one of those years. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's been obviously a while since some major successes have happened. But again, let's put on our Glazers hats and think for a minute. Cristiano Ronaldo, huge name, one of the biggest names in football. Yes, he's aging, but take that completely out of the equation, that's not relevant. You can get Ronaldo to play for you for a couple of years. I think it's two years that he signed on for. 36 years old, still scoring loads of goals. Recently broke some records for Portugal because I think he scored a lot of goals for Portugal. Can't remember the exact name of the record, but he broke a record recently. Uh, Of course, there's a nostalgia factor. Of course, he did win um, Man United's last Champions League, the one I just mentioned with Manchester United. Uh, And he left, I think, the season or two after that. Uh, so there's a the nostalgia factor. Ronaldo brings a lot of good memories to Manchester United fans over the last um, uh, over the period of time that he was there. I believe it was 2003 or four till about 2008 or nine, somewhere around that around that time period. Scored a lot of goals, won a lot of trophies, Premier League, Champions League, probably some FA Cups if I remember correctly, um, a bunch of stuff, some really good stuff, um, and was an incredible player for Manchester United. So there's a the nostalgia factor. There's the second thing which I've talked about, which is the fact that Ronaldo is still a big player. So you've got those two things to tie together. But here's what the thing, the thing that Glazers would, would most look at. Regardless of whoever's saying Glazers out or whatever, which I think we can all agree with the Glazers out sentiment. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which um, you bring him in, new shirts are out, new shirts for the season, team viewer shirts for the 21-22 to 22 season. What happens next? Players, uh, sorry, not players, fans get overly excited, which they have the right to do, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. They go out and they buy loads of shirts and what do they get on the back? Ronaldo 7. Nostalgia attached to that, one of our better number 7 players. And... You can then make loads and loads of money for it because the shirts are overpriced, at least the new ones. Some fans aren't particularly bothered by that. And look, whether you want to buy a Manchester United shirt or whatever is is entirely up to you. If you want to buy one for your kids, one for your wife or your granddad or yourself or whoever you want to buy for, for a friend, um, that's entirely up to you. I'm not um not saying that you shouldn't do that. Um... Of course it does kinda of support the glazers, so there's that angle to it, but still it's your money, you can do what you what you wish with it. Um but yeah, essentially that is the that's the reason that he was brought is because they knew as soon as that announcement was happened, um fans would go out and buy shirts, loads of them in their hundreds, and they would make hundreds of millions of pounds. Maybe even more than hundreds of millions. I don't know the exact number. But lots and lots of money. So to sign a player for £40 And then make hundreds of millions of pounds. On top of that. Is for them. For the Glazers. In the Glazers mind. A very good business move. Now do I think that Ronaldo shouldn't have signed for Manchester United? Do I think he's a bad player? No I think he's done really good since he's come in. Has there been games where he's not really been serviced as a player. And not really had the ball given to him. Well, yeah, we saw what happened against Manchester City and we saw what happened against Liverpool. Didn't really get the ball, didn't really get too many chances and was not able to score so many goals. But in certain games, he's really shined because he's Cristiano Ronaldo. Of course, the Atalanta game where he saved Oli's job with about three minutes to go, got a 2-2 draw, kept us in the Champions League. So, yeah, he's good at doing those. He's great at doing those sort of things. I love Ronaldo as a player. I love the fact that he plays for Manchester United. Wasn't really in the plans. But that's where that's where you got the two sides to this thing is he was absolutely bought in because he was relatively cheap, forty million for Ronaldo at any age pretty much is a bargain. And they know that he would have sold loads and loads of shirts and brought those in nostalgia and excitement and positivity among the fan base. Bearing in mind all of this positivity did come just a few months after the Super League where everybody was angry at Manchester United. Um, because football was going to be ruined. And of course, other clubs involved Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham, who are the other ones? Uh, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, I think were the other ones as well. The other Premier League clubs, at least. So, you know, protests, Glazer's out, fans are negative. A few months later, the Ronaldo, the Ronaldo opportunity comes down the line. They know it's a quick fix. They know it's something that can make the fans happy. It made me happy as a fan. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um... Made the fans happy. It brought up shirt sales. Everything's good. Everything's positive. Everything's rosy. Everybody's smiling, especially Ollie. He loves to smile. Um, Ronaldo number seven's back. He's back at Old Trafford. The um, the last dancers, I think it's called, the dream return. It's it's all good. So it's all, it's all going to, to go into plan. Um, but it's somewhat worked and it somewhat hasn't because we can't really seem to service him enough as a player because of the other. Problems within the team, which I won't get into in this episode. I've talked about them enough times before. But it was a PR move, really, um, which is a sad way to look at it. But I'm just because David sent me this email, and I'm looking at it as a as a factual kind of point. Um, and that's ultimately the uh, the way to look at this thing, unfortunately. Um. And you saw as well from the the social media side, obviously there was some stats in there as well about the searches and the, the followers on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. I remember on, I think it was both the day of and the day after we signed Ronaldo, they were posting about Ronaldo from morning right until the very end of the night. Ronaldo this, Ronaldo that. Do you remember this goal? Do you remember this goal? Do you remember this goal? Remember this moment? Remember when he lifted the Premier League trophy? But... They're doing a good job with that, because and what I mean by that is because the nostalgia memories. Look, Ronaldo's back. Do you remember what he used to be able to do? Look, video, video, video. Goal of the day. Um, who, who, who doesn't love the goal of the day? I do watch those actually sometimes. Sometimes the goal of the day on uh, on Instagram just for a little bit of memories and to see what the goal was. Um, but YouTube post interviews with him. He's happy to be back. It's all great. It's all rosy. Um. You know that's that's the kind of deal that was that was happening here, I suppose, but it's kind of not really worked long term. It, it, this was very much a short term. We can make a quick hundred couple of million uh, pounds on this. Everybody will be positive for a few weeks to a month. Ronaldo's back. He's going to be scoring goals. Costa scored back. What was his first game back? It was a Newcastle game, I think. Yeah, the the two goals. I think he scored two of those goals. Yeah, the, the 4-1 win against Newcastle. Ronaldo's back. Old Trafford, the whole Sioux uh, celebration, it's it's back. Um, number 7. Aren't, aren't we all happy? Number 7's back. On the side, hey, there's like 500 million pounds we've just made from 40 million. Um, yeah, so... It's... Uh, I mean, there's a... Because there's a bad side and a good side to this. I'm not trying to make this whole episode negative, but... You know, ultimately ultimately, it was just because they wanted to make some quick money, bring some positivity. They probably did have the Super League in mind what happened there. It would be a quick way to cheer fans up. It's also a way to take attention away from them, themselves, the Glazers. It will stop. It stopped people for about a few weeks to a month tweeting about Glazers out and protesting and moaning about those sorts of things. It was Ronaldo's home, you know, last dance. Number 7 is back. Um, and I got caught up in the moment as well, you know, Ronaldo's back, it was great, number 7's back, Ronaldo, and I was thinking, maybe for like a few hours, like, why can't we win the league, and now we're sixth in the Premier League table, um, but that's how we should be, as fans, that's how we should be looking at this situation, it's hey, Ronaldo's back, he'll give us loads of goals, and wait, we've already got Pogba and Bruno and Greenwood and Rashford and Cavani and uh, Varane's here and still got a great goalkeeper with De Gea and all, the, all those sorts of things um Sancho's here now as well you know it's it's look at our attack i mean yeah fundamentally if you look at our attack Ronaldo Greenwood Bruno Pogba Sancho Rashford Cavani it's uh, Van Der be- Anybody remember Van de Beek um Van de Beek as well um it's i mean yeah you should you should be winning something with that whether it's the league title or not and obviously Ronaldo to add to that equation And then you sign a Champions League and a World Cup winner Varane. You put him in your defence. But then of course we all know it was the midfield that wasn't addressed. The Fred McTominay situation. Which you've already got Matic and Van der Beek for. But that's a different thing. Uh, We all know the situation there. So yeah at the end of the day there is a positive way and a negative way to look at it. The negative side is yeah the Glazers made a few hundred million pounds. Maybe even more than that. Um, It drove up their social media interest. Which also distracts from people tweeting about Glazers out and Ole out and all this sort of thing. Um, so there was that sort of sneaky element to it. But then there's also is the good element that, yes, Ronaldo is a very good player. Um, but we just haven't quite given him the best that we should have and could have at um, at this point. So, But, you know, any time Ronaldo gets the ball on the pitch, it's like, oh, what's he going to do? Is he going to score? Um, and I do kind of feel that when I watch him, watch him play as well not quite so much with the city game and the liverpool game because we knew the situation was a little bit different but still um that's the ultimate way to look at it i think so yeah uh but anyway that's pretty much everything for this episode i think um but how do you uh end up looking at this what what do you think of the bad side and the good side of this um we know what the glazers were th- were thinking when this when this was kind of happening but um, I, I've even heard a few people say like, no, it probably would have been best if we didn't buy Ronaldo because like the system would have been different but I, I, don't really, I don't really agree with that Ronaldo gives you goals you've just got to give him the ball so that he can get the goals but we can't seem to give him the ball enough because of the midfield uh, but how do you come down on this? what do you think? do you think this is a good thing, bad thing? what do you think of the information that we shared? thank you again to David for sending me this email uh, for forwarding it to me for all the, the information and the data uh, what do you think though of the situation with Ronaldo? Let me know, Matthew at org, Twitter eTalkUK There's a contact page and information in your show notes So let me know what you think What do you think of the Ronaldo situation? Um, and of course I'll be back for Saturday's game It's 3 o'clock uh, So I'll be recording about 5 o'clock-ish And have a Saturday late afternoon podcast i suppose depends on how you look at that for the watford game we shall see what happens i honestly have no idea what's going to happen i have not got a clue so we shall see anyway you can let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter e uk contact page information in your show notes if you're looking on the post version for this website the website post version sorry for this episode you can scroll down a little bit you'll see a big email box you put your email and your message in there that will get sent to me as well you can also click on and/or copy and paste the email name. You can use it that way as well. Let me know what you think. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts. So take a look at that. Uh, just some other United cast episodes. I did an episode recently called "The Team is Mis- Man United is Missing Daniel James" or "They Miss Daniel James," talking about the system and all sorts of things like that. Also did an episode a bit more focused on Pogba. Uh, Sort of in defence of Pogba, but also talking about, attached to that conversation, uh, the British media's agenda against foreign players. Which isn't really a secret, but I thought I'd talk about that as well. So those are a few bonus episodes for you all to listen to. And of course, all of our usual TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts, take a look out for those as well uh, for all those things Uh you can find them on entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms, entertainment talk. just search for it, get involved, get yourself subscribed or whatever you'd like to do uh, you can also share them around word of mouth social media, just tell people who you know about the website and find us on podcast platforms uh, word of mouth, social media that kind of thing, just spread the word around for all those things. If you, by the way, want to watch me play um, a Pez coach mode, so it's basically like a manager mode thing for a Manchester United game, or for, for a football game, but I manage Manchester United. Thursdays, 11.45pm GMT, so that's UK time, uh, on Twitch, eTalkUK on Twitch. Find me on there, get yourself subscribed or follow the channel. You'll be notified when you go live. I have done a first episode. If you've missed that, you can find it on YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays for all those as well and also of course also our our other um, gaming streams and whatnot. so check that out Uh, so you can find that on there if you want to find Bex she streams on Twitch pretty much daily Trista Bytes Trista Trista B-Y-T-E-S you can go and give her a follow over there Uh, if you want to find David and his uh, usual TV and film news you can find him over on GeekTown.co.uk and GeekTown Radio those episodes post on Tuesdays there's a new episode today go and have a look out for that one And that's it. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on on, uh, Saturday for the game. Uh, Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.